It is Monday Madness. Welcome back, my fellow domestic terrorists. We got a, a fun show for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, as always, James, the hostess with the Moses, and uh, my short fellow friend, Mr. Alan Jacoby, joining I'm me the always. with the leastest. Yeah, the hostess with the leastest. Yes, yeah, definitely the least. This That's guy me. comes in five, five, five foot nothing and everything. Five foot nothing. Small, Barely five foot small package bundle of joy uh but we got a fun show we're going to talk about some jordan peterson what's going on with him which is which is fucking bananas um the outcome of the speaker race that we watched live on friday and a whole bunch more but before we get into that shout out to our sponsors my patriot cigars go to my cigars.com code wprusa 15 percent off your order these are unbelievable smokes the, the warm weather's coming up if you're a golfer these are great for the course. Go pick up a box, pick up a sample pack today. Code WPRUSA for 15% off your order at mypatriotcigars.com. Can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Code GREAT1776 or WPRUSA.com for 15% off. WPRUSA.com. WPRUSA is the code. I'm retarded today. We already know this. <laughs> just today? Uh, just today. Every day. Every day. I'm retarded. We know this, uh, but code WPRUSA at kushcreams.com for 15% off. They won 21 cannabis cups for a reason. This pain cream is unbelievable. Regular lotion, shampoos, face creams. They got it all. Go to kushcreams.com and the number one CBD on the planet, Sirius-CBD. Go to Sirius-CBD.com. Pick up yours today. Now that the bills are paid, let's get into it, Alan. Um, hold on. Hold on. We got, he was in the chat big time, I think, on Friday. We got a little happy birthday joke. And in the Facebook oh, chat, Chuck, ooh. happy birthday! Says happy birthday, birthday, Chuck. Where Alan? Do you have the button? The bam, 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 bam. I don't, for, some reason, for some reason, my pads aren't coming through the audio. I don't know what happened. Sorry, you didn't get the air horn, Chuck. But you got a happy uh, birthday. I tried to hook you up, Chuck. I tried. This this piece of shit over here doesn't have his equipment fixed. Don't have my air horn. I don't know you why. I have those big jobs. I don't know why. But happy birthday, Chuck. How yeah, old are you? He's gonna be like. Oh, I'm 13. Then I'm yeah, I'm 12. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, happy birthday, fellow patriot. Uh, much much love. And, uh, Speaking of Facebook, if, if you are watching on Facebook, hit the share button. Share it, share it. Subscribe. If you're watching on, on Alan's show, if you're watching on Alan's channel, there's you can go and check out my channel as well. It's heavily yeah. shadow banned and restricted. Yeah. Don't you can continue watching over there, but just give me a like, like a subscribe, like let you know, let me know that you're here and you're a fan of the show. Um, you are the share, most shadow content. That's the best, huh? You're the most shadow banned guy I know ever. I'm literally the most shadow banned person in the entire world. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm just a random fucking dude that smokes pot and <laughs> likes the gangbang on the government. So I'm a big threat over here. Like my father is flabbergasted. Like he cannot believe that this is going on. And it goes right into what we're going to talk about with Jordan Peterson, what's going on a, across the border in Canada with the, uh, with the ice beaners. Yeah, Canada is really messed up, man. I Dude, mean, literally. Is, I mean, Castro's son is running a nice tight ship up there. Yeah, he's going after the. He, he's doing something with the truckers. Uh, I just saw it today, like something with their, I don't know, money and violence or something like that. Like, well, like, he like, like recently, murdered in violence or some shit. Didn't he say recently how he stands with protesters and we need to allow protesting and. Uh, it's a it's a staple in a dem democracy, blah blah blah. Didn't he say I something? 
yeah, but I think he said, friend. didn't he say that before he let the Canadian police trample old ladies with horses, or did he say it after? No, that was that. This was recently. Like this was oh, a recent Jesus. event. Yeah, this was a recent event. There was something going on with protesters. I forget what the exact event was. They were protesting something, and they were talking about how it's a a civil duty. He was saying something or other. Uh, Trudeau, this guy who has six six friends who are convicted pedophiles. Um, <laughs> but the the most wild thing is, I'm sure everybody out there knows who Jordan Peterson is. He's a a very controversial uh, clinical psychologist. He's a best selling author. He's a, a, a I very. I don't even say that he's controversial. Like no, no, you know, he he is. He's controversial in a lot of spaces, but he's controversial <laughs> in a good way because he's not afraid. Listen, I agree with you on that aspect. In today's world, in 2023, it, he is controversial. But in, in, in normal societies, a lot of the things that he says shouldn't be considered controversial. Like it really shouldn't. So in some cases, yes, he's 100% controversial. And like I, I, he's, he, I don't agree with everything that he says. I, like, I love a lot of the things that he says. I think he, he has some really great points, and I, I love a lot of the things that he says. But I, I wouldn't even consider him controversial. Like – he doesn't. He's not saying wild man shit like Alex Jones is saying. Like he's no, not. I, I guess again, again in the space that the, that he he lectures in, whether he's it's controversial or not. Neither here nor there. Whether he's controversial or not, it doesn't matter. But um, apparently, because uh, of his social media posts, the University of Toronto um, announced uh, that the College of Psychologists of Ontario has ordered him to undergo re-education therapy because because of his public views uh, oh, not it's, it's, it's worse than that dude. science but mere politics it's worse than that they're making him pay for it right but I don't think he's going to do it uh, he's apparently gonna make make uh, make all the allegations against him uh, as public as possible uh, yeah. He made a statement like while abiding to the ethical and legal restrictions of doing so. I, I think he's still licensed. It's like one of those we're going to pull your clinical psychologist license, your, your psychology license, unless you do this. So, but, and Joe Rogan said it too, but I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. He does not need his clinical psychologist license. It is a piece of paper. It's a diploma that hangs on the wall. He does not see patients anymore. No. Uh, probably hasn't seen a patient in, 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 in over a decade. Who knows? Maybe longer. And, and literally, he, he's, he's doing his thing on, on his own podcasts, on other podcasts. He's been on a lot of podcasts and just lecturing. He's doing his lecture circuit. I mean – to me, if I was Jordan Peterson, I'd tell them all the shit in their hat. I'd burn the license on on a, on a live stream and say, I'm Jordan Peterson. Fuck you. I'm going to do and say whatever I want. Well, that's that's exactly what he's fighting for. Like one of his big things that he speaks about is freedom of speech and how it's the most important thing for a democracy. Like he's like, oh, I've studied totalitarianism my entire for decades. And the first thing that falls is free speech. It's the first thing that they go after, and there's a reason for that. And it's exactly what they're doing to us here in America with social media. And we find this out that the the federal government is working with these social media programs to suppress free speech, to suppress our voice. Like like Alan just said, I'm the most shadow banned person he's ever met in his entire life. Like he like it's it's insane. Like I'm not I'm not a huge public figure. I'm not known all over the world. Like we do decent numbers, but it's not like I'm a celebrity of any any sort. 
And Jordan Jordan Peterson has much more of a celebrity than I do. But if they can do it to people like him, what do you think they're going to do to the small fries like Alan and I? What do you think they're going to do to other people that try to to speak up? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, depending on your situation, you know, to me, what are they going to take from me? They can't take anything from me. They can take their re-education and shove it up their ass. I'm going to do what I want other than just completely remove me off every platform, which – they wouldn't be able to do anyway, because thank God for places like Rumble and other and other areas. Party, the the Patriot uh, Podcast Network. Yeah, I, I, I have my I have my own Roku network. Like they're not going to remove me off there. Literally, Roku has only removed one individual, and that is Alex Jones. And that is after over three hundred thousand people petitioned Roku to remove him because of statements he made about school shootings. So, otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's going anywhere. So, you know, the whole re-education thing, it's wild. But, um, yeah, he's being threatened with the loss of his professional license if he doesn't mm-hmm. submit to uh, to 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 basically thought control. Well, um, here's, here's exactly from his daughter's mouth what he's going through. The College of Psychologists, a bunch of people put in power by the government, basically, is threatening to take my dad's psychology license because he's been criticizing the government. This isn't a joke. This has been torturing my family since 2018, seriously bullying my dad in a way that really caused everyone in my family a lot of stress. I think it's part of what contributed to him being quite ill in 2019, 2020. He's getting investigated because of tweets he's tweeted, opinions, things he said on Joe Rogan. They're requiring him to do media retraining that he pays $225 an hour for, for an unspecified amount of time. And then at the end of that training, they decide whether or not he's learned anything and whether he can continue being a psychologist. This isn't even a process that goes to court. It's just this regulatory board of like 12 tyrannical individuals it's crazy that what you say online can be used to get rid of your license if people don't like you politically Mm -hmm. that's a very scary place that we live in it's a very very scary place because again they might not be able to take anything from you alan no but if they can do this to someone like jordan peterson to anybody He's 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 very blessed where he doesn't need his psychology license to make a living to put food on his table to take because he he he, he did get, he did get very ill and so did his daughter his daughter was very ill and they've actually <laughs> cured their illnesses with diet eating no, nothing but uh, meat salt and water that's literally yep. all they eat the both of them still still to this still, day, still still to this day. It. it's very hard socially awkward to go out because that's all he can eat and. Uh, sure. I mean, hey, that's pretty much all I, I'm eating now. I mean, I'm eating steak, cheese, and, and eggs. It's, it's, you know, I, if I could cut out carbs, pasta. Yeah, that's, eating, what, that's eating basically that as well. Um, but so, go ahead. No, I just pulled up. No, I'll finish your thought. But I just I pulled up the College of Psychologists of Ontario, the acknowledgement of and undertaking of Jordan Peterson, PhD, to the College of Psychologists of Ontario with um all of this stuff that they want him to sign on to so i i can i can go we can go through it a little bit um but you shouldn't have to sign on to anything like freedom of speech is freedom of speech and 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 go ahead do you have that other video that i had sent you with that other guy i do have i do have it okay yeah i i have that 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 but i wanted to discuss a little bit before we played another video because 
I know this is a different country. This is not in the United States of America. This is happening right north of the border in Canada. And a lot of people say, oh, it's not happening here. It's not happening here. Happening all over here. And oh, it is. It is. But in a different sense. In a hundred percent. But you know how normies act and you know how normies, even MAGA normies and uh, people, they're like, oh, that'll never happen here. They constantly say that Um, Canada is is a stone's throw from the United States and Canada. Usually it's kind of like New York and New Jersey, like New Jersey does whatever New York does. And Canada usually does whatever the United States does. They usually follow suit pretty quickly on laws and regulations in most cases, not in all, but in most cases. And the fact that someone as well known as Jordan Peterson can go through this, if he didn't have um, a very lucrative career in public speaking and able to to make a living doing other things outside of his psychology uh, profession, it'd be very difficult for him to not be able not say, "Hey, I'm not doing this. Hey, right. I'm, I'm not going to bend the knee. I'm uh, I'm going to just play along and just get this over with and let them reeducate me." Right. A regular person's not going to have those options. It's the same thing as the jab. It's the same coercion that they're going to use. With the jab, so once once the, you don't think that they're not going to take that same coercion tactics and uh, that they use for the jab and bring it over to speech now, like oh you can't say certain things on the internet, otherwise you don't have a job, otherwise you can't go to patron these these restaurants or go to these stores unless you go to this re-education camp and we tell you what we're what you're allowed to say against your your big daddy government in some ways without without the the extremism of hey you actually have to go and take these classes because they no one i mean it's just in good luck but in some senses that that that's already here like oh if you say certain things it's considered so offensive that it's hate speech which there's no such thing as hate speech that you could literally lose your job Mm -hmm. for offending a group of people an individual you know if, if you say something about, about somebody in this country and it's a lie and it's going to affect them, I mean, you have, you have, you can sue them for defamation and things like that. But if I turn around and say something uh, again about a group of people or, or something like that, not threatening violence, because that, that, that's illegal. But if I, if I work at whatever job I, I happen to be at and they say, Hey, you said this on social media. We can't have that as you an employee here. So you can either um, go and take this sensitivity training. Remember, this, this is something like sensitivity training, like your, your harsh attitude in the workplace or a sexual harassment, and you have to take a sexual harassment course. You have to take a, a uh-huh. uh, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, have exactly. a government-mandated anger management class. I mean, if, if a judge can tell you that you have to go to anger management in order to settle a a criminal case, imagine now uh, laws being passed where where and, and this is something that I I personally don't see happening. But imagine, just imagine that these sickos in government pass laws, and of course it would mostly come from Democrats. So thank God we have the House right now. But literally that. Oh, if if you say certain things in this certain criteria, that you can you can get charged with whatever it might be, offensive actions or language, and then be ordered to go and and, and take uh, some sort of uh, 
anger management or re-education training. I mean, it's wild. It's wild. It's it's scary, Alan. It's it's we're, we're like we've said many times. We're we're walking on a razor's edge. We're we're at the precipice. It could go one of two two ways. There's really only two ways: total total tyranny and and uh, government control, or absolute freedom. It could go one of two ways. And for 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 the outcomes that both want, the globalists and the freedom loving patriots, all the things that are happening need to happen as far as the dismantlement and exposing of the federal government on, on all levels, the exposing of big pharma, the federal reserve and our monetary system needs to be completely destroyed and collapsed. Um, all of those things work hand in hand to total tyranny and total freedom because part, part of our control are those things. And uh, for them to get one world government, they need to destroy the constitution. They need to destroy our God-given rights. They need Good to take luck, motherfuckers. Good luck. And, and that's the thing. They're God-given rights. They're not given to us by the government. Like that's what people fail to realize. They're not, they're not like, Hey, oh. our government is like so nice and generous that we're going to put this and give you these rights. No, that's not how it was written. And that's not how our founding fathers intended it to be interpreted. They were given to us by God. Like these are these are rights that cannot be taken away by anybody, by no government can step in and take these rights away. And this is why they don't teach them to you. This is why they 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 fail to show them to you. Because if imagine another generation goes by where where events like this doesn't happen and go like like we talked about on Friday, Alan, if Hillary Clinton was in office and this was happening over an eight year time frame mm -hmm. rather than the course of two years. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be a lot easier to pull the wool over the American people's eyes and oh, it's 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 part of you know life and this is where the world is going now because no one knows anything about anything and they've been brainwashed so hard, they wouldn't make a fuss about it. There would no one be speaking out about it. Just the crazy conspiracy theorists that have been screaming about it for decades and right. fell on deaf ears and no one listened. Conspiracy theorists, and then on the other side, you have these idiots going, govern me harder, daddy. Yeah. Oh, you know? uh, but it's it's so wild because those are the people that used to fight for like getting rid of the government, getting the government out of our pockets. Like they used the things that they used to believe in, like the true seventies hippies. Oh yeah. Even though, even though that's a giant CIA operation to begin with, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But like they used to want to get out of war. They used to want us the government to leave alone, to leave our food alone, to not to not touch anything. Now right. they're like, hey, uh, give us free shit or you're not you know it's it's insane it's upside yeah. down so let me play this video alan before we, we we go any further this is a great clip that you sent me so the ontario college of psychologists has told jordan peterson that he either undergo retraining for social media etiquette or lose his license to practice as a clinical psychologist this follows a number of complaints by people who don't like his online posts. Uh, one of which is a retweet of something I posted, another is a criticism of Justin Trudeau. Now, it should go without saying that in a free country, professionals should not lose their jobs and licenses because they express a political opinion contrary to the licensing body that's mandated by the government. But, of course, in saying this, my liberal critics in the media will, of course, say, well, Polyev agrees with freedom of speech for someone like Dr. Peterson. Therefore, he must endorse everything 
Dr. Peterson has ever said. Well, of course not. I don't endorse 100% of everything anyone has ever said. There's no two people in the world who agree 100% of the time on 100% of things. And so I'm sure there is something he's posted that I do object to, but that is not the point because freedom of speech only matters when you disagree. I mean, if we all agreed, we wouldn't need freedom of speech because no one has ever tried to censor someone for saying something that they agree with. Uh, it is only when there is a disagreement that it matters. And that's what distinguishes Canada, a free country, from dictatorships. Dictators don't censor things their citizens say that the dictator agrees with, only things they disagree with. Here in Canada, though, unfortunately, through the cancel culture and the woke movement we've seen at university campuses, and, um, in the media, and now increasingly in big, powerful corporations, and most recently with a professional licensing body, we're seeing the idea that someone can lose their job, their status, their ability to study because they express something that is contrary to the government line. Now, I don't believe that is the Canada we want. We have Section 2B of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. 2B or not 2B, that is the question. And the answer is that as Voltaire has been quoted as saying, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to my death your right to say. Absolutely. Amen. A fucking men. A hundred percent. And we talk about this on this show, Alan. We talk about all the time. Yeah. How the fact that we're fighting for people that don't even know that we're fighting for them. They have no fucking clue that we're fighting for their freedom to say, I hate America, for their freedom to say this country sucks. And we hate it. Like we're fighting for all of those people because I don't agree with what they're saying. I think they're, they're communist pieces of shit, but they should have the right to say it. They should be allowed to say, I'm, I don't have to agree with it. I'm an adult. I am a grown ass individual. I can make my own decisions and say, Hey, you know what? This guy's an idiot and he can kick rocks or and you, you know have the freedom to be offended. Huh? And you can have the freedom to be offended, but you're just because you're offended doesn't mean I should I should stop saying what I feel. Like again, there's no such thing as my, hate speech. My freedom doesn't end where your feelings start. That was gay. That's like a gay t-shirt. It is. But I it like, it. like really think about it. They they, they Freedom does not does not stop because you're offended. It does not. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying if I saw that on a bumper sticker, I would purposely rearrange them. <laughs> well, I should make a bumper sticker now. I would, I would purposely, I would accelerate and rearrange them. And when, I come, when I come back east, I'll have to slap one of them bumper stickers right on your truck. Yeah, be like, are you offended now, bitch? I just rearranged you. Yeah. Offend me harder, Daddy. Offend me harder. Yeah, but I mean, and I think Jordan. Listen, I, I think Jordan Peterson will will, will weather it well. There's he, he there's oh, a sure. if you follow him on Twitter, um, a few days ago, actually January fourth, he put out um the uh it's like twenty six things on paper from the uh college of psychologists of Ontario um of what he has to do. And uh, it's like, you know, uh, I'll, I'll go through some of them. We'll, we'll make it quick. I'll, I'll have to read every single one. But basically, it's like, oh, number one, I acknowledge that the inquiries, complaints, and report reports committee of the College of Psychologists of Ontario 
is concerned about the following aspects of my public statements contained in the registrar's report dated back in May of 2022, that, that I may have lacked professionalism in public statements made on social media and during a January 25th, 2022 podcast appearance, in light of the concerns expressed by the ICRC, I hereby undertake to do the following, a coaching program. I undertake to work with either uh, Dr. So-and-so bullshit PhD or Dr. Idiot RN to review, reflect on, <clears throat> and uh, uh, reflect on my professionalism and public statements. I will complete the coaching program within six months. I mean, it's, it's just wild. Within 10 days of sign, signing the undertaking, I will contact the doctors and make arrangements to have one of them act as my coach pursuant to this undertaking. I mean, it just goes on and on into these ridiculous things um, about billing him and how he's responsible for all of this. And basically all in the, all in the, uh, in the guise of you're either going to do this or we are going to get your clinical psychologist license pulled and you will no longer be a licensed professional. Again, Jordan Peterson does not need to be, but it, it, but it's, it's just the start, dude. if they can come after your career, it's just the start. Yeah. Like if he doesn't abide by this and they don't, he doesn't bend the knee to this. What's next? Like when imagine, is it gonna stop? Imagine if he did need his uh, his license to to operate. Like if he was still seeing, it, if he had a giant clinical practice that he needed that license, otherwise he wouldn't be able to to support his family or himself, all because he made comments that they did not like. He made comments that they did not like on podcasts and social media. And and again, you know, Canada is a free speech country. Uh I, I'm I'm hoping that he 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 gets some uh legal assistance and he's able to fight this he shouldn't have to he shouldn't have to fight anything and what is he fighting this is not even the government this is the university this is not even like it, it, it's clown world like the fact that we're even having this conversation is a very scary thing because like i said earlier this is not uh happening here in the united states yet it, to this extent where they're isolating one individual they're doing it on a broad scale through social media well uh, you know what they are doing it here in different ways. They're doing it here. Well, social media is doing it. Look, they 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 dropped. I mean, they're back on Twitter, but not other places. Doctor Robert Malone, Doctor Peter McCullough, like they they the article someone wrote that he died. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, some some fucking made some news station said that he he passed away and he had to tweet it out. He goes, "I'm alive. I'm which alive one? and well." Oh, which one? Robert Malone. Oh, Dr. Malone. Yeah. Dr. Malone. They said he was dead, so he had to tweet out. He's like, no. He's starting a podcast. He, he, yeah, he's he, like, no, I'm I'm alive. I'm no. alive and well. But but again, they're going, they're this is this is they're pushing the envelope. Like this is just the start. They're seeing how people react. They're seeing how individuals react, how the 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 population okay, react, and and how much they can get away with. They're doing Without it to attorneys pulling law licenses like they did to Rudy Giuliani. Oh, right. Yeah. They pulled his law license. I mean, not that he really needs it. Um, Norman Pattis uh, from Connecticut, Alex Jones attorney. They they just suspended his license in Connecticut because he represented 
No, no, no. Oh, he might have. Well, that he, 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 in one of the complaints, he accidentally um, released uh, medical records of, uh, I think, one of the families or something like that. Um, so they they banged up for that. But it, it's things that non-malicious things are happening and they're just you depending on who they are who they're representing what their political ideologies are where they stand boom 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 let's bang them all and but i enjoy jordan peterson like i said he's he's speaking very intellectually about these subjects that go directly against their agenda like one of the big agendas that they're pushing right now is the feminization of of uh, an emasculization of men. Like oh it's such a big movement that they're pushing, and he absolutely destroys. Same thing that they're doing with the guy Andrew Tate, hmm. who literally predicted that they were going to do this. Um, that's a whole other story. But Jordan Peterson, he he's not like you don't look at Jordan Peterson, man, and be like, oh, he's an alpha male. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, he doesn't give off that vibe. Like, he looks like a stay at home. He looks like a, a dad. Like, he looks like a regular dad, an average yeah. Joe. But he's in reality, very smart. mentally, he is a thousand percent an alpha male. Like, you can't put him in a situation where he's not going to be confident in the situation. He is a 100% an alpha male, and he's learned how to use his strengths to his advantage in many situations because he's been on many shows where people have tried to set him up and ask him these questions that they think they're going to trip him up and they absolutely eviscerate the show host it's happened time and time again because he just does these uh these this linguistic ninjutsu on people yes well one of my favorite speeches that he ever gave and something that i I think to myself on a regular basis and i play to myself fairly regularly because i have to remind myself these things is this this speech on joe rogan can you hear that no okay hold on looks like it's buffering it is buffering hold on no i didn't say nothing but he is there we go let's put it through here bing bang boom all right So because people have commented on every verse in the Bible, like to the to degree that's almost unimaginable. So you can look and see all the interpretations and all the translations and get some sense of what the gen- genuine meaning might be. And the line, the meek shall inherit the earth. Meek is not a good translation or the word has moved in the 300 years or so, 300 years or so since it was translated. What it means is this. Those who have swords and know how to use them but keep them sheathed will inherit the world. And that's mm. another thing I've been telling. Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a lot a different. Man. That's a big difference. It's so great. And so like one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no, wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster. And then you should learn how to control it. Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right, right. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. And so when I tell young men that, they think, well, lots of them are competitive. They're low in agreeableness, you know, because that's part of being competitive temperamentally. It's like, is there something wrong with being competitive? There's nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with cheating. 
There's something wrong with being a tyrant. There's something wrong with winning unfairly. All of those things are bad, mm -hmm. but you don't want people to win. What's the difference between trying to win and striving? This is something that they do not want for any civilization, any country. They do not want us thriving. They do not want us operating at our peak. They want us docile. They want us submissive. They want us to do as we're told. And this guy is coming out there and saying, hey, be your best self. Like, go after it as hard as you can. Be competitive. Try to be better than the next person. Right. That's what you should be striving. Try to be better than yourself every single day. And they don't want that. They want us to literally say, hey, okay, big daddy government, come and take care of us. I can't yeah. do anything. I'm ins insignificant. Like, that's one of my favorite comments when people say, why are you so – uh, harsh against the government so outspoken against the government and why don't you just you know be quiet and you know what, what what can you do you're just one person you're just what what can you do or or when you ask somebody like hey why aren't you speaking up about this well i'm just one person what can i do mm. it, it, so it, what does that mean that you're, you're just going to sit there and and allow the government to rule your life uh and and not try to 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 better yourself or like they're, they're against you, you, you know, succeeding financially. They're against any type of, 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 of cap, capitalism as far as, as, as business and being successful. And if it's not big box or, or, or it's, it's, it's crazy. Competition drives innovation. Competition makes, makes people get better. If there's no competition, like, for, for example, I, Alan, I know you're not a sports guy, but uh, I, you, you play video games here and there. Uh, one of my favorite games growing up was Madden NFL football. Loved it. I played it every year. I was, I was on a competitive level where I would play competitively, something that I was really good at growing up. And it got to the point where it was the same game every single year. They didn't get any better. They didn't change it. It's still the same game back from back in 2013. And the reason being is because EA bought the licensing for the NFL. So there was no competition. There was no reason for them to get better. There was no one pushing them that, that said, oh, we got to be better than this company over here because we need right. to sell this, that, and the other. They were like, oh, no one's going to – there's no one that can compete with us because we're the only one. So they put out mediocre products and rape the industry and take all of their money. Because there's no other option. Corner and, the market and, and just whatever you want to do. And this is why they don't want competition. The government wants zero competition. They want total control over every industry, over everything. Like there's so many monopolies going on right now, and no one's doing a damn thing about it. No one's doing a damn thing about it. And they listen, if, if – and I, I get, you know, monopolies, and I guess each one is, is different. It's, hey – if 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 you're able to compete compete if if you're not you know it, it, there's the rules and regulations are stopping people from competing that's the problem the government is putting things in place to govern themselves like this is what canada is trying to do with jordan peterson they're like all right well we need to silence this guy because he's too outspoken and goes directly against our agenda on many levels on many you, levels you think it it's such a desperate move though because he doesn't need any of it. Like he, he literally is on the path of he's on the road to, uh, to success. He's, he's successful now. I mean, his, 
his speaking tours alone is probably the only thing he really has he to do. Two hundred and fifty k to speak. Yeah, I mean, his, his, his podcasts, his books. I mean, he he doesn't need them. I'm nope. shocked he's still living in Canada. I am. Too. I am too. His daughter wants him to come here. His daughter is here. She got married. She, I think she's in Tennessee, and she's you know yeah, hey, she's. And she's a brilliant girl in her own right. She's a very smart individual herself. Um, and very, she's very outspoken about diet and nutrition and how they're trying mm -hmm. to poison us. And uh, she literally eats nothing but meat and salt and water. That's literally all she eats. And um, it's, it's, it, that's another thing that they're, it's another agenda that they're pushing. They're pushing the veganism, only eating plants. Right. Uh, not not eating meat, the lab created meat, which is the yeah. my my girlfriend was showing me that this morning. She's like, she's like, babe, is this is this real? Are they really creating meat in a lab? Yeah, that's oh, yes. This is very real, and they're going to kill us all with this lab created meat. This a is while ago on a show, I had like a I think it was like a six or seven minute video of the uh, of the lab um the the lab grown meat, and it was it's just wild. It's it's just crazy. It, like, it, no it, thanks. It, it pushes me into our next talking point because what's happening with Jordan Peterson is very, very scary. And um, we should be very outspoken about it. And we should constantly be saying, Hey, even if you don't agree with Jordan Peterson, like even if you're a person that doesn't agree with he has to, what yeah. he has to say, you should, you should be defending his right to say it. And one of his right. things that we said is he's outspoken his diet. Cause he eats just meat and, and salt. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, one of the things he, what the hell is going on here? One of the things that they're very outspoken about and they're pushing the, the establishment is fat is healthy, Alan. So fat. I, I, I am very outspoken about this as people know, and they've heard us talk about it. And especially this past week, you know, I think at the beginning of the week, I put, I don't know what I saw. I think I was watching videos yeah, I forgot whose video I was watching, and he was going through TikToks of all these women, and um, of, of 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 you know, they were all just fat women who were like, "Don't call us fat; it's wrong. Just because we're fat, it doesn't mean we're unhealthy." Which is just, it. it I mean, it's statistically wrong if you're obese, and then they want to out, they want to like outlaw the word obese because it, it's like calling a black person the n word. It's like, and that's that's what they are. Okay, so then I'll call you a fat fuck. <laughs> this is what they're 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 comparing it to is is the word obesity is like it, it's a step it's a step in the direction of racism, and I'm literally over here like, keep your normal addiction of obesity and that fat culture away from the children because the moment i see and i see somebody telling children that it is normal to be fat and you should embrace it i'm donning my fat phobia cape and i yep. am fat shaming you to hell and back yep. like this, i have this for the people that know that they're overweight and they'll work hard to try to fix it and fail and fail and fail because that's part of the journey it's difficult it's not easy to be in shape if it was easy everybody would do it but at the same time you look at pictures from back in the 50s 60s and 70s people were fit effortlessly part of it is the poisoning of our diet part of it is what they're pumping into our food and feeding this garbage to us um, even, even, even the water that we're drinking out of our tap is poisoned. 
Um, you can eat the garbage and still not become obese. No, of course, of course, of and, course. I mean, course. I mean, literally. But that's why that's why the four, the fifties, sixties, and seventies people were effort effort because they were also more active as well. They were also doing more things more active. They weren't stuck in front of the screens. They weren't watching TV. They were they were out doing things. And now nowadays, generations, as soon as you're born, you have an iPad in front of your fucking face from the day you're born. And and so now they're trying to normalize the decisions that generations of people have made about their diet, about their work ethic, because this is going back to the probably the 80s and 90s where this really started to my generation, um, where this movement really kind of pushed. There wasn't many fat kids in my, in my in my school growing up or my generation, but there were a few. Now mm-hmm. like every kid is fat. Now now every kid in school is a fat kid. And it's they're trying to normalize being fat. Because everybody is fat rather than teaching people just same thing they did with the China virus rather than teaching people about being healthy supplementation exercise and and fresh air and and living a healthy lifestyle. They're like no stay in the house order DoorDash guys order this fast food to your house pay premium dollar for them to deliver it right to you and uh, sit at home and watch TV and binge watch Netflix binge watch Netflix. You know the other, and the argument is so. What they're these? Uh, what do they call it? Body. Oh. I forgot what they were calling. Body it. positivity. Body positivity. That's right. Body positivity, and which is which is uh, okay. Everybody should be positive about their body. No, I'm a fat fuck. I'll admit it. That's not. It's not what I mean. You, if you want, you 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 want to be positive about your body. I don't have. I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have is you telling society that. I am fat and you can't use the word obesity and you can't judge me for, for saying, Hey kids, it's okay to be fat. Don't let anybody tell you, you want to eat those six Krispy Kreme donuts and that go and, and that, that those, those McDonald's hamburgers go right ahead and do it. And f- because it's, it's only about you. And and then they go into this whole thing about how they take the 500 pound person and the 150 pound person, and they say, "You see these people? You'll never know which one is the unhealthy one on the inside." And then they go into all of these stupid straw man arguments about blood pressure, diabetes, heart issues, family history, and then they'll say, "Oh, but a normal sized looking person, statistic by statistics, if they look on the chart." can can qualify as being obese and, and these are five and 500 pound people saying this mm-hmm. that can barely speak a sentence without dying because the, the, their lungs are like working overtime like this this celebrity that's out here saying her body is art lizzo like, this, is, is, this is disgusting uh, this is gross she's the poster child of um of 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 body positivity and what she does dressing up in bikinis with her ass hanging out she's the size of a Volkswagen what's that hit a treadmill like i wish have you ever seen the guy kevin samuel you've seen this dude he's like this he's like he's a black dude wears wears uh ray-ban glasses always wears a suit and women call into his show he's an absolute legend women call into isn't, his- isn't that the guy who's dead 
Yeah, he's dead. He yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. We, we talked about that on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's absolutely eviscerating broads. I would love to see him have a conversation with Lizzo. I would love it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe that Lizzo believes all of the things that she's doing 100%. I well, believe she's getting paid a lot of money. She's controlled. She was once homeless. She became a singer, a star, whatever. Uh, I think she's a mediocre singer. There's nothing special about her. No, she's she, a woolly mammoth. She reminds me of uh, Liver King, in a sense, that these personas were thought up in a boardroom. Oh, and without a doubt. If if you sat down with Lizzo one-on-one, no cameras, no microphones, and asked her how she truly felt about herself, I don't believe for a second she would look at you and say, I have 100% body positivity. I, I am very happy. I feel healthy and everything else. No, they gave her shows. They gave her stardom. And now they're, they're, they're doing all of this shit. I almost, I, I How long until so that conversation, until she's bawling her eyes out and accepting her fatness? I think I could have her cry. I think I can have her crying in 10 to 15 minutes. But <laughs> without, no- without, 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 without offending and being mean to her. I no, think no, just talking her through it. Like, just like, hey, listen, like, let's have a she, real conversation. There is no one that can tell me that people like this. Well, in, in Lizzo's case, celebrity, she's controlled. I truly believe that. Look at this. That is disgusting. It's, it's all a show. and Fucking gross. It's money and stardom that she's never seen before. It's money and stardom. And she's going to do it. I'm oh, not I, saying- this is what I tell people about Hollywood. Like we, One of our first shows we ever did, we had this guy Rob on, and he told us his experiences you know, trying to break into Hollywood and how many, so many people tried to get him to do all this gay shit. And uh, I always tell people, I'm like, listen, everybody knows somebody who would do anything for fame and fortune, anything like like you tell them to do something, especially if it's behind closed doors and nobody will find out about it. They will do it. They will do it to get fame and fortune. They're sick and evil fucks. Not even evil. Like I would do it for a Klondike bar. (laughs) Alan, it wouldn't take much to get you to to blow a guy or two. Um, He's done it before. No, 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 no. I don't want to be the blower. No. You want to be the blowy? It has to be one way or another. And you're the fluffer, Alan. Like you're warming up for the guys that they're breaking in the fucking session. Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> you're. I, I, how listen, do you think you became the handler that you are? The CIA op yeah, that you CIA are. CIA op handler. Yep. Uh, I, I just. I, I think. She, I think it's going to end up either. She's going to go into this tremendous depression. And there are so many like her. She's going to go into this tremendous uncontrollable depression where she's going to fall out of the limelight and everyone's going to wonder where she is. You know, maybe she'll be uh, held up in her house like uh, Richard Simmons and, and just wither away to nothing. Or just eventually it's just going to, you know what? She's just going to die because she's not helping herself. You know, th- this is somebody she that maybe- a heart attack because she had yeah. the jab. She's unhealthy. She like, you know, w- whatever it is, but- I, I, I am not going to stand by and keep my mouth shut when I hear people saying this is normal and this is okay for our children. No, yeah. Then, then I'm, then I'm going to be the, the scumbags going to come out and I'm going to say, no, you're fat and unhealthy. You need mental help. 
You need a therapist. You need, to, you need a nutritionist. You need to sit down and go on a diet and control yourself. Have some self-discipline and uh, get on, go on a treadmill for a little bit. Maybe Maybe walk a little bit. Like start somewhere. Do some yoga. I don't know. But do something because what you're doing, like, did you see the fucking cottage cheese on that bitch's thighs? Like, it's disgusting. It's absolutely foul. There's no way that that is healthy. Like, there's there's no way you could tell me that that is healthy or or it's not. And and I'm not gonna sit here. Like, I'm not I'm not going to like how fat and ugly she is. I'm she's not gonna. Fat. She's fat. I'm gonna call yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I but but my point is, I don't care if you are fat. I don't care. If Lizzo is out there, just how she is, I care about it being normalized. Why and, do you and- think Adele lost all that weight? I don't know. No, I'm like asking the people that are sitting here that are all about fashion. Okay, because she because she felt like shit and she had a kid. She, she was, was un- unhealthy. Kid. Yeah, she was probably really unhealthy and lost a ton of weight, and it probably feels a lot better now. Or these people all like Lizzo is so brainwashed by the people that are that are, are controlling her and her career yep, that she yes, truly yes. believes. Because I'll tell you what, if Lizzo tomorrow turned around and said, I'm done, I need to lose weight, I need to have lap band surgery, I need to exercise, and all of that, her career is over. Oh, they're not putting her on her anything. They're not career they're, mm-hmm. is absolutely over. They're not putting her on anything. They're not giving her any opportunities, no commercials. She's not doing the the quick the quick remember when she put her menu on for the fucking quick buy thing online where you can go shopping online and she yeah. put all this unhealthy food on there and it was like celebrating her, like, oh yeah, so stunning and brave, slay queen, slay. Every say, single oh. one of her 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 bathing suits that we could bungee cord off the Empire State Building. <laughs> She doesn't pay for that would all stop her career would be if she decided that she wanted to be healthy and to save her life her career would be over and that is what is sick about the entertainment industry that is what is sick about just societal issues um is that they like like look at look at all of these trannies that they have trotting through the White House. Um, you know, you have your, your Dylan Mulvaney. They literally made him. They could he was he was an he's an actor by by profession. He's an actor. And you're not gonna tell me that there was massive, massive money behind him to get the surgery. He just got another surgery, a facial, facial reconstruction. Yeah. Surgery. <laughs> You know, he's being paid to, to who the fuck is paying for all that shit? Who's paying? He's not paying for it. No, no. he's not paying he's for it. They're all just Where did he come from? He just came from out of fucking nowhere. He was literally an actor on Broadway. And all of a sudden he just boom, he's he's a, he was a gay actor on Broadway, and then boom, he wanted to be a girl, and they this whole thing the the days of girlhood. He came out of nowhere. Another one that was that was constructed. 
that was thought up in a boardroom mm-hmm. or, 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 or somewhere. And, 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 you know, let's, let's trot them through the white house. Let's sit them down with the, with, with the idiot Joe Biden and, 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 and throw them on a, 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 a podcast and, and just. The original original Joe Biden that we we used to know, not this one that we have now, would be disgusted. Why am I sitting in the same room with this faggot? Yeah, like and then he'd be like, like, Well, thank God he ain't black. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Joe Biden is probably one of the most racist people in politics. Well his his mentor was an exalted (laughs) wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. He was groomed by literal segregationists. Yeah. Politics. Like he gave his eulogy, Senator Robert Byrd, a exalted cyclops in the KKK. The but Democrat that, started. KKK, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. The Demo- exactly. Exactly. He was a Democrat senator. He was. Uh, he was a mentor to him, to so many. Hillary Clinton loved him. And there's he's a known KKK member. Like this is not a conspiracy. This is not something that we're like, hey, like we think this guy might be a racist and in the KKK. No, 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 no. He was proud about it. Took pictures with his fucking hood and, and sheets. And where's the uproar about this guy? Uh, there, I mean, he's Nothing. again. It's like the new Joe Biden was. Was thought up in Obama's living room. Like, yeah, hey, we gotta take this racist. Hey, we gotta take this racist white guy and make him into, uh, you know, a tranny loving idiot. <laughs> extreme left Joe. He's got to go from from moderate Joe to uh, extreme left Joe. Uh, speaking of Joe Biden, he went to the border. Oh, he did go to the border. He kind of went to the border. He didn't really go. No. He went to an unbelievably secure area. They cleared out this area in El Paso with homeless illegals. They got rid of them all. They hid them. They cleaned up the streets. There are photos everywhere. But not only that, he spent most of his time in a secured a Border Patrol facility parking lot. And he spent all of like three hours there. Big, big, you know, big tour. He's down at the border. He's, everything's under control. And he's coming out with this big plan about allowing only 30,000 migrants in who have to apply on this app and all of this other shit. All this was was smoke and mirrors, and it's going to be the beginning of the construction and of his huge, tremendous amnesty bill that he's going to he's going to uh, uh, try try to get passed. Um, in order so he can he can give amnesty to millions and millions of illegals going into the 2024 election. This is this is this is the start of it. This is the start of the weaving. He's planting the seed on what he's going to do so that people love him. The immigration, the the illegal immigrant lovers uh, yep. in this country love him. <laughs> oh, look what he's doing for all of these people. All the dreamers. Yes. Even though Donald Trump offered the dreamers. Uh, not even second. the dreamers, just full I on. I know, I know like, everybody, dude. It's fucking. Give crazy. everybody amnesty, you know, and 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 let's get them all voter registration cards. Yep, give them social security numbers and tax the fuck out of them, and 
let's let's get them voting here we go regular old day nothing to see here guys um yeah here's the border right here yeah before and after this is wednesday this was thursday see the difference yeah there's nobody there there's no there's no homeless tent cities he went this is this was in el paso you want to see what the el paso detention centers look like alan this is the first of the year in el paso this is where donald uh, joe biden went but they showed you clean streets totally fine nothing to see here literally spent most of the time in a parking lot looking at various types of equipment like all right this is this is what we use to whip them put them to work cotton fields are over there this this is our this is our immigrant immigrant busting proton pack this is <laughs> fucking Ghostbusters. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? He has Tran. He's trampling through the White House. He's meeting with this one. He's meeting with that one. And he's like, yeah, the border. I'll go there for three hours. Show my face. We'll do some photo ops. And Abbott uh, is like, uh, he's two years uh, and millions of dollars too late. <laughs> Abbott hand delivered him a, um, a letter. Yeah, that's that's base, the, the basis of why he went down there is what the news is saying. Yeah, he like he went there and handed yeah. I handed him a, a letter that said uh, basically, you know, hey asshole, this is what you're doing wrong. Um, we have yeah. laws in the books already that would stop all of this, but uh, you won't implement them. It's a complete disaster, dude. It's the border is a complete shit show. We we say all the time they have billions of dollars to send over to Ukraine, but they couldn't get five billion for a wall. To finish, God forbid. But it's it's, it's right. insane. Now it's a complete disaster. And 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 Donnie made a, a a big statement about Joey Bag of Donuts. I mean, quite a few statements the last few days. Where where is it? Um, here we go. Far more illegal immigrants have entered the United States in the last two years than at any time in American history, and by a massive margin. We've never seen anything like it. Our country is under invasion. Days ago, 16,000 illegal aliens were encountered crossing the border in a single 48-hour period. A colossal migrant caravan recently poured across the Rio Grande and into the streets of El Paso, Texas, and the people and the police didn't know what to do about it. It is truly a massive invasion. Any form of amnesty now would be a catastrophe. It rewards Joe Biden's lawlessness, and it rewards the criminal cartels, and it rewards everyone who has broken the laws of our nation because they've never done anything to our country like they're doing right now. Our country is being poisoned. Remember, our border is not open because of insufficient resources or legal authorities. Our border is open because Joe Biden has ordered it to be open and because Biden has broken the law and torn it into shreds. He has shredded our system and he's destroying our country. 
Biden inherited a flawless deportation system that was working like never before in our history. We never did so well on the border as we were doing just a short time ago under the Trump administration. Giving Biden more resources will simply translate to even more releases because that's really what they have in mind. This has nothing to do with asylum. Everyone knows this is a pretext and this is a fraud. Anyone who pretends otherwise plays into the hands of Biden and the criminal cartels. This is about Biden's lawless and criminal misconduct. The most important reform needed right now is a total ban on Biden using taxpayer dollars to free illegal aliens and mm -hmm. criminal penalties for administrative noncompliance, which happens every single minute of every single day. Yep, he's 100% right. Everything that he just said. And it, it's a major, major problem in this country that if we don't address, uh, will cause lasting effects for generations. In Colorado, they accidentally gave uh, illegals with driver's licenses invitations to vote in elections. They sent them voter registration forms. Like Ac 30, of them. Accidentally, Alan. Totally, totally accidentally. You know, oh, oh whoops. Sorry, guys. We didn't mean it. We didn't. We didn't. And, and actually, and then actually came out and said, "Oh yeah, we ate that was that that was a uh, that was an error. We didn't mean to do that, Alan. That would never happen. Oh, I, my mistake. Right. It was an administrative miscommunication. Well, they they, uh, they listen. They they took their shot and they got caught. They figured if they didn't get caught, it would just happen. Yeah, and and the same thing, you know, it's the same thing with Balenciaga, the same thing that everything that they do, they push the envelope, they don't think that anybody's going to make a fuss about it, and and then all of a sudden they get some backlash, and they're like, oh, what the fuck, this is crazy. Um, It's... Yeah. yeah it's, it's wild. It's, it's insane, dude. So... <clears throat> With a little bit, of, we got a, we got about twenty minutes left in the show, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, the wrap up of the speaker vote. Yeah, they're doing uh, actually today. They're 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 probably doing it right, and they're doing it now. And they they vote. They're in they're in session now. They have a vote at nine o'clock on some stuff. They have they're working out the uh, the rules package right now. Um, a couple other things that happened. Dan Crenshaw. Was uh was beaten by uh, this guy Mike I think Mike Green, um for the uh, the yep. chairmanship of oh. uh, Homeland Security. <clears throat> he uh, he, he uh, must have did something that pissed some people off. Maybe called everybody domestic <laughs> terrorists. Called everybody uh, called everybody <laughs> terrorists. Yeah, he called the, he called the twenty holdouts terrorists. He's such a retard. Dan, Dan Crenshaw has single-handedly made me hate pirate movies. Dude, he is the worst. He is the uh, John McCain with an eye patch. He even said it on air the other day. I was McCain. Huh? Yeah, eye patch McCain. Yeah, he, was, he was ranting about it. Jim oh. Jordan. Jim, just before I was on it, just on, in my head, uh, Jim Jordan is going is now going to be the chair for the uh, select committee uh, about the weaponization and the FBI, as per, and then the the Twitter files. So Jim Jordan's going to be running that. Oh, that's great. So I, that, I like there, that. There, there, there's a lot of things going on today. Before, before we really dive into into the people that are getting elected to committees today, I want to talk about some of the concessions that were made by McCarthy's camp 
and mm-hmm. what, what the 20 holdouts accomplished. And everybody's sitting here saying, oh, we should have just got it over with and, you know, stood in the sidelines and did nothing. These 20 that held out got so much accomplished that um, they took a lot of power away from Kevin McCarthy and what he wants to do. And some of those concessions include um, the Jeffersonian motion to vacate the chair. This allows a single person to make the motion to remove the speaker. If he goes back on his word or policy agenda, a church style committee, this allows us to look into the weaponization of organizations like the FBI against the American people. And I want to discuss that a little further term limit vote. Uh, so it has a term term limit. Limit, ladies and gentlemen, but a vote on term limits, which is huge. It's, it's a step in the right direction. So we do need, we do yeah. need term limits really quick. I just want to enter it. So the, the, it went from the, to remove the speaker, it only takes uh, one member, but now the original concession, I believe it was going to take five members yeah. and they get, he went even further and went to one. Yep. So, so, so these are a lot of things that the, these, uh, congressmen and women accomplished by by holding out um single subject bills that cannot be loaded with irrelevant nonsense that is a massive one that is a major win if we can get that accomplished and get that through because they can no longer stuff these omnibus bills and these uh green bills and the green new deal bills and all these nonsense bill that they put in these bills that they stuff for what was it 4100 pages in the omnibus bill absolutely ridiculous yeah, something like that Texas border plan, major one. We just talked about El Paso. A budget that stops an increase in the debt ceiling and holds Senate accountable. Huge. Ending all COVID mandates and funding and 72 hours to read a bill. All of those concessions that these 20 congressmen and women held out for are major, major wins. And I think that uh, we're going to have some some committees and people on committees and removed from committees that we're going we're gonna to get some major wins there. And if we get a church-style committee, I don't think people understand what that means. The Frank Church Committee that happened in 1975 is the only reason why we know about Operation Mockingbird and the CIA having over 400 operatives inside of our media. That, that happened during the church committee mm-hmm. also the heart attack gun that was discovered in the church committee now let's be real they still have the technology for the heart attack gun and our media is probably even more infiltrated than 400 operatives inside the the, the mainstream media at this point in the game it's probably gotten worse than the 70s and they've learned from their mistakes but we need to have another committee and look into what these people did. Now, will there be arrests and anything to come of it? I doubt it. But we've said repeatedly on this show that the court of public opinion is extremely important. And if we can get information out to the people, like you just said, Jim Jordan being appointed chair to the select committee that's going to look into the Twitter files, yeah, the, the, FBI, the weaponization of the FBI in, in, in relevance to the Twitter files and whatnot. So that's a major win. That's, they said that's that, saying. They, Kevin McCarthy went up and said in his speech, the first thing that they're going to do is re- remove the 87,000 IRS agents that we've I talked think, about. I think actually they're voting on that at nine o'clock Eastern tonight. They're rescinding 
of what that, I believe. And then some of the omnibus spending as well. Uh, Corey Mills tweeted it out, and I actually I, I, I retweeted and said I'm digging it about the nine o'clock vote because he messaged he, he tweeted back, thanks, Alan, uh, that he they he was looking to vote to rescind the 87,000 IRS agents. That was like the first thing. Um, listen, Rome wasn't built in the day, <clears throat> stupid cliche oh. saying, and it's going to take a lot and a lot of stuff is going to get held up. You know, remember we only have the majority in the house slim, you know, this is- slim. but, but he, we spoke in the show since, since the, uh, elections that we cannot have Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. Like we lose if we have Kevin McCarthy in the speak as Speaker of the House. Like we're fucked. Is basically what we were saying for a very long period of time on this show, and uh, it, it, it we kind of knew at this point it was most likely going to happen. We were saying that as well. Like it's most likely going to be Kevin McCarthy, but we need to figure out a way to not have him as Speaker. Well, it turns out that we have him as Speaker. And we still may get a lot of the things that we thought might not happen. And sleepers work both ways, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump was pushing for Kevin McCarthy. And I don't like this move. I can't explain it. I, there's no, I, I, I can't put any rationale behind why he would put so much support behind Kevin McCarthy and lobby for him and work with the, the holdouts to negotiate the concessions that we spoke about to get Kevin McCarthy elected. I can't figure it out, um, but sleepers do work both ways. And just maybe, I'm not saying that this is the case. I'm not saying that he is a sleeper, but just maybe Kevin McCarthy has been working with the Patriots the entire time. And he's been playing his role. Just maybe, because here's a speech from Kevin McCarthy, another speech, an interview, I'm sorry, I should say about the committees that we're talking about. And I didn't expect Kevin McCarthy to say a lot of these things, but they're spot on. Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. There's no reason why he should be given one to be on Intel or Homeland Security. So that will not, he will not be serving there. Um, so you're going to, yes, if you're the Speaker of the House, you're going to remove him. A year ago. Omar should not be serving on foreign affairs. What yes. about any committees for Ilan Omar? You know, this is, a, this is a new level of what the Democrats have gone. Um, you look at um, Adam Schiff. He should not be serving on Intel. When he has openly, knowingly now used a fake dossier, lied to the American public in the process and um, doesn't doesn't have any ill will, says he wants to continue to do it. So we're going to reshape. I mean, think about what happened in Afghanistan. Why did Afghanistan collapse so fast? Was the Intel Committee under Adam Schiff focused on impeachment and not on the safety of America? Why are people coming across the border that are on a terrorist watch list? What are they doing about it? And their own members on that committee says it's not happening when it's true. We need to have an Intel Committee that looks at what's happening around the world and keeps America safe. It should do exactly what it was created, overseeing of our agencies and others. And so we're going to hold people to a higher standard in the process if they want to be on the Intel Committee and on the, and on the training of what to be a part of that. Take the politics out of it of what they've been doing. I've looked at and I tried to get a committee on China. Um, Pelosi I, I, walked away from that. She walked away from it. 
-hmm. when it took me eight months for you get, and you watch what's happening today. Would we have the supply chain problem? We, you know, we did a, a China task force. We didn't stop. And you, you read through the recommendations. Those are the things we're going to implement, but America would be stronger today had we been able to do that sooner. So I'm no Kevin McCarthy fan. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. I have no faith in Kevin McCarthy. But with the concessions that were made, maybe, just maybe there's a possibility with the involvement of Donald Trump and what he brought to the table to bring these concessions and the negotiations that he had with Kevin McCarthy. We know he's made regular trips to Mar-a-Lago. Just maybe we'll get some real investigations. I think his hand was forced. I agree. Because he knows he he knows he knows he screwed up in the midterms as GOP leadership. Tried to blame it he, on Trump. And he didn't even really try to blame it on Trump. What I mean is he deliberately pulled funding from campaigns, did not fund the right campaigns. Okay? He did not he, when he should have funded campaigns like Joe Kent in Washington State. He shouldn't he should not have pulled funding from J.R. Majewski. He should have funded a lot of campaigns. And what he did was he funded incumbent rhinos <clears throat> and establishment. And he, he, he funded opposition. So he knows that his, his political career is at a crossroads. He knows Donald Trump isn't going away. He knows that those 20 people, they could still be voting today. They could still be voting, oh, okay, for a speaker. And he thought he was going to be hard-headed, and they came into this fork in the road. Trump's camp was huge on making the deals in the back, okay? Oh, yeah. I know he was talking to a lot of people. Um, I was hearing from other people that it was it was massive, massive, yeah. massive back and forth negotiations. And it was up to Kevin McCarthy to close the deal. And then finally it was, well, you, basically these members were like told you don't have to vote for him, but you can't vote against him, meaning you have to vote present. Because once the people vote president, he gets the majority. If he doesn't get the 218 votes, he gets the majority. And that's why those people, those six people voted president. They refused to put their foot in the sand and said, we're not voting for Kevin McCarthy because we don't trust him, but we get it. And we got what we're looking for, for the most part. Mm -hmm. and it's up to him now. Well, you, you can see a few of them uh, went up there and, and hung their head. Like Gosar, I think it was. He went up there and like, he, he said McCarthy and like turned around and like hung his head and, and was just real upset that he, he had to vote for McCarthy. Um, Kevin McCarthy is a coward. Yes. Okay. His, his, his voting record. He's a coward. He is not a Patriot. He's being forced because he's trying to save his career. Yes. Because he knows he's still got a lot of time. He's, he's not an old guy. He's got a lot of time in Congress. He's Speaker people of the House. People, people forget. People forget that he went up there and destroyed Donald Trump about January 6th. Absolutely. And put all of the blame on Donald Trump. When Donald Trump said everybody needs to go home peacefully, like everybody needs to disperse, like this is not okay. They refuse to show that video, but they'll show Kevin McCarthy up there with his mask. 
He's constantly supported Ukraine, wore Ukraine flags, etc. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's changed his tune. This is McCarthy after the election. But I do want to especially thank uh, President Trump. I don't think you should doubt, anybody should doubt his influence. He had no choice. He was with me from the yep. beginning. Somebody wrote the doubt of whether he was there. And he was all in. He would call me and he would call others. And uh, he really was, I was just talking to him tonight, um, helping get those final votes. What he's really saying, really, for the party and the country, that we have to come together. We have to focus on the economy. We've got to focus, make our borders secure. We've got to do so much work to do. And he was a great influence to make that all happen. So thank you, President Trump. That, that, was, that was a – he had no choice because oh, he, 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 he was not sincere at all. He, I mean, he, it might be part of him that is he really well. He has to be. He has to be sincere in the fact that he would not have gotten the speakership without the negotiations of the Trump team. No, without they, there were people both in D.C. and on the phone. Yes, with Donald Trump on the phone negotiating those deals. Well, now, there's, there's the famous the the viral photo that's going around of uh, our favorite uh, knee pads. Handing a, a phone to yeah. McCarthy that says DT uh, on the phone, which probably is Donnie. It uh, is. It was. She was trying to. She was. She was trying to hand the phone to other representatives who did. Who, who like was shooing the phone away and stuff. Like, oh, we don't want to be bothered. Um, yes, it was all. She was in contact with him. Matt Gates was in contact with him. There was a, quite a few people that were in contact with him, but. The the fact of the matter is now Kevin McCarthy has to he he has to be held to 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 some accountability now and to and 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 to see how he operates is he going to to to, to, do, to do the right thing because now now he has an obligation he has an obligation now this is politics this is this is this is politics one on one because now at some point he's going to have to endorse Donald Trump for president. Yeah, because his political career is now in the balance. He is Speaker of the House. At some point, he's either going to just continue, if if they happen to hold the House again in two years, which who knows, hopefully, and hopefully he gets elected Speaker again, or at some point when Donald Trump, if and when he runs, uh, wins uh, in twenty twenty four, will Kevin McCarthy end up? Will there will there be? Will he we'll do another Paul Ryan situation? Will he do such a stellar job that he'll end up being pulled into the executive branch in a cabinet position? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's all up to Kevin McCarthy on the path of his career. Without it, it, it's all it, it, he needs to be held accountable. And now it only needs one one person to hold his feet to the fire. Now it's no longer uh, five. He, that concession is huge. That, that really puts him in a spot. And, where but, then, but then realize, look at the optics of this. One person comes up and does that and they have to have another vote. He's going to run again. It's going to be chasing the tail and you're going to be in the same situation. Oh, I understand this, but, but, but if I'm they're not, not doing the that, if you're being removed, you can't run again. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what the actual even, black. Even, even if he, even if he can run again, it's the same thing that we were stating the other day. Like if he goes back on his word, and all of a sudden, like like he just said, he's like Swalwell shouldn't be on committees. Uh, Schiff shouldn't be on committies. About a year ago, almost a year ago to the day. 
I understand this. So now he's that he wasn't the speaker a year ago. Nancy was. Now he's the speaker. So so when you say things like that, when you say things like that, actions need to be had. Now I, I hope I hope I hope that Swalwell is not on the Intel committee. I he hope be on any committee. I, I agree with this. I agree with this, but especially the Intel committee. Especially the Intel committee. And Elon Omar should be on no committees. Neither should Adam Schiff. Neither should Adam Schiff. So these are all things that I love to hear, but actions speak louder than words, especially in today's day. So I want to see those people removed from committees. So today, today is a big day as far as the votes go and, and committees being built and what they do in the first uh, day of uh, an actual active Congress. But if they go start going the wrong way, one person could shut it all down and we go back to a vote. And I'm down with that. Like Congress does, hasn't been doing things for the American people. They haven't been doing things to help us, the, the people that they represent. They've only been doing things to enrich themselves and help their agenda. So as soon as they start going back on that old agenda and doing and no committees are formed or nothing, everybody's dragging their feet. I don't think you're doing the right thing, Kevin McCarthy. Let's, let's shut the whole thing down and go back to a vote. Yeah. What's down for it? Obviously, it's going to take some time. They'll figure out what they're doing. Maybe they'll have committees uh, wrapped up and done by this week. I don't know how long that'll take, but we'll be hearing a lot of stuff in the next couple of days on 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 who's landing where and what's happening. And then that's it. We're just going to sit back and watch the shit show because that's all it is. It's a clown world. It's a big giant, it's a big giant shit show. It's a total and, upside uh, in the world. <clears throat> There's going to be a lot of gridlock. I mean, we, we have the house. That's it. There's going to be a lot of gridlock. Uh, I would imagine maybe maybe a government shutdown or two. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? But it uh, It's going to be intense, and I hope we get a church-style committee. I think that would be a massive, massive thing. Um, I think um, the court – like we've said, the court of public opinion is the most important thing that we can – we can do right now is show the American public, the corruption, the, the illegality of what they've been up to and hold their feet to the fire and hold them accountable because no one else is except for us, the American public, the American people. Um, so uh, the information for us is more important because uh, I don't expect any action. I just want the information to get out to the people. Um, but Alan, this is Monday madness. There's, there's only going to be a few more of these, correct? Yeah, next week. Next week we're gonna next next week's gonna be our we're gonna put Monday Madness on hold. Well, we got we got Tuesday, we got Tuesday and Friday. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue the Tuesday and Friday shows and Monday will be a pop up every once in a while and we're gonna be doing some Twitter spaces and some call in shows on Fridays. That's gonna be yeah, fun. Call call in shows should be uh should be hopefully uh in the next week or so. We should be ready to do call in shows on Freedom Friday. So we'll have a phone number, you can call in and talk to us. Um, hang on the government with your favorite domestic terrorist. You're an asshole. We're going to hang up on you and tell you to go fuck your mother. And that's just going to be the way it is. And that's, uh, Whoa, what is, what the hell? My, pad, my pads aren't going through either. Set something on fire. Hmm. No, I went to go hit the fuck your life. Bing bong pad. Yeah, oh, you know, I, know why. I know why I'm an idiot. Fuck your life. Bing <laughs> bong. There you the, go. The, I, I, I was cleaning my office yesterday and uh, I wiped down my roadcaster and the, I, the fader was all the way down. Um, all the way down. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a hot mess. But yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, another episode of We The People Radio with Alan and James. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. 
8.30 p.m. Eastern. And then Friday, I think we got Jason coming on talking about the human trafficking at the border to pick up kind of where, where, where Natalie left is, off. Is that happening? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's happening. Uh, so we'll have him on, on Friday. Uh, Brandy, cool. Brandy, I don't know if she's going to make it because she's she does her show. There's a conflict, I think she said. Either way, um, we'll, we'll be there for Freedom Friday. Yep, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern, gangbanging the government as usual. Uh, and I can't wait till we have Collins. We can hear you crazy fucks comment on uh, what's going on as well and give your takes. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's we'll tomorrow, guys. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars, Kush Creams, and Sirius CBD. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, until next time, guys, where we go one, we go all. See ya.